0: Catcher in the Rye. Yes. I don't know if
1: you've heard of that book, Matt. I have heard of that book. I don't. But importantly, Tom. I haven't read it.
0: No. <laughs> me neither. Actually, I yeah. lie. I attempted to read it. Oh, then, you tried, did you? And then found the main character incredibly insufferable. Um, so I was like, no, not reading this anymore. Bloody catcher. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> all that rye all was. All he in... does is
1: he spends all his time in rye. Boring. Oh,
0: oh. Oh. Well, I hope that has <laughs> I hope that has outlined the tone of this week's episode. <laughs> uh, for all you listeners out there as we're pitching films based on titles of books we've not read yeah
1: we're, pick- we're going to make we're going to make a film adaptation of your favourite book but we're not going to read the book
0: <laughs> I don't think looking at all these titles I don't think they're I'd be, I'd be surprised if they were, if they were, they were favorites, the favourites But so, okay, yeah. yeah. um, so-
1: well, everyone wants to protect their favourite really of course do not they? yes of Without- course never give anything you love to the Life's a Pitch podcast <laughs>
0: or Tim Burton or Tim Burton no um, so Catherine the Rye was given to us by All the Webs of Stage a very fine podcast you should uh, go follow them on Twitter and listen to that show um, please follow them on Twitter at Webstage Podcast as we said we're pitching films based on books we've not read books we've read.
1: definitely not read and and for these purposes, you can assume that we haven't read any yeah, books.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, no. Like I said before, I've read a bit of Caster in the Rye, but I got bored, which is mainly <laughs> why we've not read most of these books. Because books are boring for nerds. For nerds, why would you read when you've got a television set sitting right in front of you?
1: Yeah, and then the rest of that song from Matilda the Musical. <laughs> by Tim Minchin.
0: also I was just quoting Danny DeVito from, uh, from Matilda oh right yeah well, yeah, yeah, he says it <laughs> yeah he says that line there's a full song about it in Matilda the musical really yeah. alright does it have Danny DeVito come in and go <laughs> does it use Danny DeVito as samples it Cause... doesn't use samples for oh. Danny unfortunately no it uses a, uh, a, very, a very cockney dad but there we go Matilda an example of a film based on a book <laughs> I've not read yes so shall we get on with some Picking up dust in the library mentions. (laughs) What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. Just other books picking up dust because we've not picked them up, Matt. We can't read. (laughs) There, I said it. We can't read. We don't know how to read, listeners. (laughs) So this is the part of the show where we just pitch some more films based on titles people have given us. Um... Just because we like doing it. It's uh, it's the trailers before the main feature.
1: Exactly. Trailers for movies you'll never see. But then again, the movie you're about to see, well, you will never see either. So, yeah, yeah it's fine. It's the prologue before chapter one.
0: There you are. There we go. The bit that sometimes you skip. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, or the introductions. Acknowledgements. The acknowledgements before the prologue, before the chapter one. So from Tomasz Chodokowski, got, I hated, hated, hated this movie. <laughs> by roger ebert (laughs) what okay i
1: hate that's that's a i
0: I imagine
1: because roger ebert is a film
0: critic yeah um (laughs) so i imagine this is like non-fiction it's just like him talking about movies he hated yeah but imagine right
1: (laughs) roger ebert dies Mm. is he dead or not Mm. roger ebert dies you're tasked with making the biopic and he has criticised one of your movies.
0: Oh God! <laughs> <laughs>
1: so we've we've made be, been making movies, of course, all for, for six years now. Yeah. Um, Each one of them. Roger has Ebert been has made. never made a, given us a good review. No, no, no. I, never I, I, in I, six I, years has Roger Ebert given us a good review. No, no, <laughs> no.
0: Never a good review. No, from Roger Ebert. And and. I'm furious. Yep. But, sorry, Roger. Roger, we put our heart and soul into these movies. But we've... Sorry, but... You're tearing me apart, Roger Ebert. <laughs> we've been given the contract for your biopic. <laughs> oh, boy. So, Are we going to dispense some some much-needed justice on you? The shoe is on the other foot now, Roger. Yeah. Mm. Yeah,
1: well, Roger Ebert so roger ebert played by joe pesci <laughs> yeah he lives in a giant shoe <laughs> he lives in a big old shoe yeah with a nasty typewriter a
0: stinky shoe a stinky a stinky with, shoe with a hole in the sole. yeah with a with no soul with no soul no soul no soul no soul. No, yeah. no heart either <laughs> It's cold wherever he goes. Wherever he goes is is no
1: no soul.
0: And he's got a typewriter. And he's up who can there, Talk, but only says bad words. And he's up there in a
1: tongue in his office in yeah. a tongue. And he's hunched over and he's tippity tappity tippity nah. typing. This is going to be like the Grinch, but for um, but for but for movies <laughs> instead of Christmas. Yeah. Down in the, in in the Hollywood below him he's the the shoes up behind the Hollywood sign
0: yeah
1: Um, and down (laughs) down in Hollywood all the rest of the town are happily going about their day (laughs) watching movies and enjoying themselves they're getting ready for the big premiere of Academy Awards Academy Awards
0: of course of course they're all
1: getting ready for the Academy Awards that's like
0: Hollywood Christmas isn't it yeah it's
1: like Hollywood Christmas you get yeah. to see all the all the relatives
0: you don't and like. And and Roger Ebert decides that no movie should win an award this year. Yeah. So he tries to steal all the golden <laughs> men. He tries
1: to steal all the golden men <laughs>
0: Yes. He breaks into the into the Academy. The Academy, which is as we all know, is a film school.
1: Yes. Yeah, so he so let's let's think he
0: um <laughs> ran by giant golden men
1: yeah what does the academy look like <laughs> and and also we need to know some things like what are the preparations the uh, uh, the uh, hose which is like who's from Whoville, mm. but for Hollywood Hollywood, yeah um, uh, how wh- how are the Hoes getting ready for um for Christmas for, 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 for Academy
0: Awards they season? are doing press tours yep they are um, that's about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're painting you... all their faces gold, they're yeah. polishing them up. Oh, po- yeah. A- A- all the bold men are polishing their heads. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um...
1: <laughs> Patrick Stewart's getting ready yeah. to be the big standy
0: big standy guy at the back. Neil Patrick Harris is just dancing. Yeah, yeah. Tarantino's yeah. looking at himself in the mirror and just going, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's Tarantino who plays Roger Reaper in this movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because we watched the Academy Awards. Oh, we watched the BAFTAs, didn't it we? was if, the BAFTAs, yeah. Was it last year or the year before? And we were just laughing every time it cut to Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> whose face... Squintin' Tarantino. Squintin' Tarantino, <laughs> you're right. I can't believe we've not called him that. Like, we, we've <sighs> not continued to call he him that. He looked
1: like a guy who's trying to get into the part of Skeletor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, before he reads some lines for the new He-Man cartoon. He looked like most incels when they uh, when they learned that Joker didn't win the Academy <laughs> Award. <laughs> 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 so so but yeah. Parasite won the, the World Cinema Award as well! <laughs> so It can't <laughs> win both! So Squint and don't so, you
1: know? false! <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can't win both the best picture and the best foreign language movie.
1: <laughs> that's against the rules.
0: Give, 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 the award to the film that's based on The Clown Man.
1: <laughs> so yeah, Quentin Tarantino is playing Roger Ebert here. Yeah. Um... <laughs>
0: Quentin Tarantino. It's still funny. It's...
1: Um, and he is, uh, yeah, he's 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 stealing. He's steal. You know what? Mm. He steals Patrick Stewart,
0: <laughs> the giantest, goldest baldest man.
1: Yeah. So what happens is, as as we all know, mm. in order for the Oscars to take place, mm. they have to put Patrick Stewart. They have to paint Patrick Stewart gold and put him in the ambiguner so he can stand <laughs> behind them
0: all. You know, on the stage. Yeah, the Ambigener. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, <laughs> that that room of the Academy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, anyway, he kidnaps Patrick Stewart,
0: <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what are you doing? To, I, put, <laughs> get your hands off me, Roger Ebert. And he puts him in the smallener. And then the rest of the movie is just watching Patrick Stewart try and get to the Academy. <laughs> yeah. He's going he's gonna to walk through Hollywood. He's going on an odyssey through Hollywood yeah. as a really tiny man. <laughs> To get to the academy on time, so he can be a be a giant gold man again. But then, like 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 in Toy Story or
1: something, he gets picked up and put in a basket with all the other golden men,
0: (laughs) all the awards. Put me down, Brie Larson. (laughs) He's wriggling his toes. (laughs) Let me go. Well, Brie Larson was a real runaway at the Oscars this year. <laughs> when her Oscar got out of her hand and started to run away,
1: kicked her in the side of the face,
0: <laughs> and and wriggled out of her grip. Meanwhile, Squint and Tarantino watching it on TV, going, ha!
1: <laughs> "They can't give, they can't continue the Oscars ceremony without the big
0: man. Be in Captain Marvel, will you?" <laughs> Um, so, That'll yeah. ruin your career. So uh, Oscars is, is
1: almost threatened, so it doesn't doesn't start at all because mm. of course they don't have the big gold man. <laughs> of course. Um, how does Patrick Stewart save the day, or how does um, he he like um, Quentin Tarantino? How does Ro- uh, Roger Ebert um, uh, come around? Because of course in the Grinch he does.
0: In, th- the, in 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 the Grinch he does. I think we push away from tradition in that. I think. Because um, it is a biopic, so
1: it does have to be accurate.
0: <laughs> well, this is the thing: we say Roger Ebert dies, we didn't know how he died. Yeah, yeah. because because he did just disappear one day. Okay, yeah, like yeah. he was just at his house, and then someone came round, like a delivery man came round, and was like, "Where's Roger Ebert?" And there was no trace of him. the The largest theory going online is he laughed so hard that his mouth opened up and just swallowed itself.
1: Oh, so he's just... He, he's a pair of those comedy teeth. <laughs> yeah, no.
0: yeah. He just, no, 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 no. Like, his mouth opened up, right, and it kind of just, like, kept on going. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> through his body. It's weird. It yeah, just, but like, when, it, when it closes again, it's just going to be a pair of teeth. You know, like... But the lips will be inside. I, I'm trying I'm try to describe what this looks like in my mind, because... <laughs> It's just Tarantino sat on the sofa watching the watching the Academy Awards and laughing so hard that he becomes a wipe. You know, like a time, wipe. <laughs> you know, like a screen, like 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 a, like, a, like a
1: transition in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like
0: like a clock, a clock hand going <laughs> around, around. That kind of wipe. It's a that's all, folks. It, yes, it is. <laughs> it just. His mouth just opens up and detaches from the jaw and just swallows so him whole. He's, he's about to
1: succeed and then, like, he goes <laughs> and, then, ah! and then and then and,
0: there's, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> uh, and then and then that's how he dies. That's how he dies or disappears into the mouth of Roger Ebert, <laughs> the dimension.
1: And then, um, and then uh, Patrick Stewart manages to to. Wriggle his way up onto uh, the uh, platform of the ambiginer. Well, he's he, uh, he, he pulls on Danny DeVito's ear <laughs> because he's the he's already small, man, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, he pulls on Danny DeVito's. I uh, can reach. You can probably reach up to his, his his hand. Yeah. And he pulls on his his hand and he
0: says, "Danny, <laughs> Danny, pick me up, Danny." What are you doing down there, little kid? I'm not a child. I am I am Sir Patrick Stewart want to go in star of stage and screen want to go in my pocket <laughs> I'm not an award Danny <laughs> you have to get me to the Embigginer well, you're my award now and then he takes him home okay. and just and, and then we zoom out as Patrick Stewart's in his glass cabinet banging on it like the whole time <laughs> well one day Davita chows down on a really bloody <laughs> massive steak
1: I would pay so much money to see that movie
0: <laughs> i would pay my life savings if that was a real movie there we go right so from ross underscore originals we've got this book could save your life by graham lawton this book could save your life by okay this is a superhero movie clearly is it (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: of course of course it is of course it is yeah it's not about a book that can teach you uh, teach you important
0: skills it's is it no, no, it's, no, it's no, a superhero. It's a superhero. the okay,
1: okay. book <laughs> is a superhero.
0: Whew, thought you'd read it there, man. For a no, second, no, we'll no, be no. going against all the rules. No, <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: The only rules I care about are made up by a giant rat, <laughs> um, the the this book is uh, is clearly a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how how are we going to differentiate this from a super a regular superhero movie? This book is it. This book could save your life. Could. Yeah. yeah this book could save your life, but will not.
0: <laughs> oh my but god! Chooses not to. This is. Uh, are you sure it's Graham Lawton? It's not Alan Moore. <laughs> yeah,
1: this this book could save your life, but chooses not to
0: <laughs> because he's a bastard superhero. <laughs> all bastard superhero. We, we get Zack Snyder to direct this one. Oh yeah, to completely miss the point. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Oh, <laughs> king of missing the point not only will we miss the point of this book <laughs> but we'll write a script that, that <laughs> Zach Zack Snyder, Snyder will miss the point of yeah yeah so he might end up making the actual book <laughs> yeah maybe he'll he'll go double back <laughs> who knows so so I'm thinking this book um this book is just a book with with arms and legs yep and a face like like who but with arms and legs <laughs> yeah like
1: like the Canadian cartoon Uboss. <laughs>
0: yeah that no one ever saw. Yeah, uh, um, but yeah, he's, he's like. <laughs> th- and right, also, right. right. Ubus. Think Ubos, right? Uboss is Harry Potter, but with a talking book. Yeah, yeah. And, and flying scooters instead of brooms. Yeah. Think about Uboss How big was he? Because
1: I think he was this, like the size this, of two people.
0: Is, is this is this something that's Mandela affected? Because I'm pretty sure he was like just bigger than a regular book. Because I remember them carrying him around. Maybe he grew, grew and shrank. Maybe he did that. And then yeah. they tele- teleported through him into another world. It might world. because it had a,
1: like a big old man's face on it. Yeah. Anyway, this book has a big old man's face on it.
0: Yeah. Um, whose face is it? Brendan Gleeson. Who? He's a big old man. Who's Who's Brendan Gleeson? Donald Gleeson's dad. That doesn't help me at all. It doesn't help at all, does it? Um, he's a big ginger Irishman. Okay, yeah. Well, did he play someone that I should know about? Uh, he was in Harry Potter as Mad Eye Moody. Mm, that'll do. Yep. Um,
1: <laughs> Thank God for that,
0: because <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say he's in In Bruges, which you haven't seen. Nope. Uh, trying to think what else. I he haven't in. seen any movies. No.
1: no. Um, so uh, yeah, okay. So so Brendan Gleeson, he's he's uh, yeah, he's got his little scrunched up face, and he's in the front of a book. Ah, I'm in the front of a book. Ah, fuck off. Fuck off! I mean, <laughs> and he's like, and he's incredibly powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, we we, we have a, a young kid, um, uh, let's call it Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Uh, walks up. Uh, like uh, one day he's in the library. Yeah. And he discovers this book with a face on it. Can you imagine?
0: <laughs> just just eat <laughs> The camera sort of goes through. You know. um as someone's walking past like miles of books, like that camera shot, just sort of the camera's sort of going parallel with <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly he reaches a dark corridor. Yeah. A dark aisle. Yes. He turns around and just like looks down down at the camera and then we reverse the shot and it's just branding <laughs> this giant book. <laughs> staring back at what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. And he's like, What the fuck is this? Fuck off, would you? I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> like he just go, he goes and picks it up <laughs> and and places yeah. it
1: it's like it's, it's young Macaulay Culkin so he's not paying much attention he sort of like eyes the side eyes the camera mm. and goes he sort of like puts his head to one side side eyes the camera and like as if like What's this guy all about? And he goes and picks up the book and
0: takes it to the front counter and plonks it on the yeah. front. And he's like, no, get off, get off me. Get off me, you little idiot. Um And then Christopher Lloyd, the librarian, yeah. uh, goes, uh, ooh, you've chosen...
1: I'll just stamp it for you. And then he brings down he brings down the stamp. And he's about to bring down the stamp on to to stamp inside the front cover. Yeah. Uh, and of course he and he just explodes.
0: <laughs> he just explodes in a viscer of blood and guts. And
1: McCoy Cole is like he does the thing with his hands. <laughs> You probably hear what I did. Yeah, just then, yeah. But I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure if if you heard that noise, you know exactly what Matt's done.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He does his like shocked face. Yeah. Uh, and goes, what just happened?
0: Uh, Covered he's in like, blood. I blew him up. He <laughs> was about to stamp me. He was. He was gonna. You saw. St- you saw him. Oh, he's gonna stab me. It was self defence. And he's like, holy shit, you can talk. This is this is a book written for children mm-hmm. by Graham Lawton. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Adapted for an adult audience by Zack Snyder. No, this is just for children. This is just for children, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so when Christopher Lee explodes in blood and viscera in slow-mo... Yeah, it's fine. And it's He's framed like it's, Jesus as well. It's
1: purple, so it's not blood.
0: Yeah, he's framed with a giant stained-glass window of Jesus as well. We just
1: chroma-key the blood
0: there to go. be purple... Yeah. So it is goo. Thunder and lightning in the background, because mm-hmm. it's Zack Snyder. Yep. And uh Macaulay Culkin takes this book home. And um And and so and- Macaulay
1: Cookin is is obsessed with the fact that this book has powers, right? Mm. He wants to learn to be a wizard from it. He wants to learn its powers. Yeah. And he also wants it to because to, it's Macaulay Cookin. Like it's he's a child, mm. right? He
0: wants to solve all the world's ills as as he sees them. Well, he starts well, he doesn't know what this book can do. I think there should be a scene where, on the way to the library, mm. he's teased by these kids. Of course. Because he's, he's cycling there, mm. and he won't go off this jump that they've built, mm-hmm. which looks incredibly unsafe. Yeah. He goes, well, the statistics are I'll probably fall off. Mm. And the kids are like, ah, you're a baby. <laughs> Why is why is this other child played by the guy ah. from the from the fictional movie Inside Home Alone that is <laughs> Angels with Dirty you're Faces? You're a baby
1: and you got ten seconds to get out of there before I my Tommy gun has
0: something to say. <laughs> you got ten <laughs> seconds to go over that jump. You bet you. You got 10 seconds to get your small <laughs> no lily li- no good lily-livered yellow <laughs> <laughs> little child ass over that jump. <laughs> I'm gonna give you to the count of ten before I open fire. <laughs> and, and he and McCormick Cullen does right he's on his he's on his skateboard yeah and he
1: pushes his skateboard pushes his skateboard goes over the ramp and then he's about to fall off yeah right with the book in hand yeah into a big puddle mm. and he stops right just before he hits the puddle yeah right the book is floating the him. book is floating him and he's like oh my god you
0: saved me he's like fuck off did I <laughs> I saved myself I saved myself I ain't getting my pages wet <laughs> now get your hands off me <laughs> you dirty idiot and uh, <laughs> your dirty you greasy hands <laughs> and then then the book looks at the kid from uh, from angels with dirty faces and explodes, <laughs> explodes <him>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get another one and ex- explodes and uh and <laughs> he goes he goes home (laughs) yeah and uh, starts
1: trying to read the book it's just kind of putting up with him a little bit yeah as it watches it watches um, Happy Days on repeat yeah
0: Um, it's his favourite show Brendan Gleeson loves Happy Days I love Happy Days (laughs) I fucking love it um he's never seen it before. And then suddenly Ron Howard in Happy Days explodes. <laughs> can,
1: you, can you imagine right? Okay, yeah. Okay. So what happens is he's watching Happy Days for the first time because he's been stuck in a library all his life yeah. all, all his all his existence. Mm. Since he was since he was written this big book has been in a library. Therefore doesn't know about TV and he loves Happy Days, <laughs> is watching Happy Days for the first time. So the grumpy old man in Happy Days is oh, like, yeah. you guys better stop having fun and, and, and messing around and stuff. And it, like he's he's basically, I haven't watched much Happy Days. Al
0: from Happy Days. Sure. That's his name.
1: Um, In this moment, he's the antagonist. Mm. And the book's like, fuck off, and explodes him. Yeah. So then Happy Days plays out as if that character isn't there anymore.
0: <laughs> I also really like the idea... Of Ron Howard also exploding in Happy Days, and then the we child cu- Yeah, and then okay. we cut to Ron Howard's house now. <laughs> and he's dead. And Bryce Dallas Howard's his, his daughter walks in, just like, "Hey, Dad, I got that script for that new. Oh my god, <laughs> I got, I got this, I got
1: this script, but I they, they put Jessica Chastain on the top. <laughs> I got,
0: I got another one of Jessica's scripts. <laughs> Dad, Dad, I got another one of Jessica scripts for freak's sake. I reckon then, that's why she's going into directing. <laughs> probably.
1: And then and then then Ron blows up. <laughs> um and uh and <laughs> Just then, a little aside. Yeah, there. That, uh, <laughs> well, but it shows the book's disdain yes, for human yeah, life. Yeah. And also
0: <laughs> um and also this fucking book. <laughs>
1: but, I don't know
0: where this is going.
1: So uh, basically McCulloch is trying to teach this book about the problems in the world and how he could easily solve them <laughs> not by blowing people up by, by like floating things saving people from trees all that stuff he shows him a lot of superhero movies yeah. and, and like how the best of the world is
0: and... <laughs> like the Iron Giant
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and it's like we get to this point where like he's like I, yeah I totally could do all that stuff
0: yeah yeah I don't want to I don't want to <laughs>
1: And then um I think I think by the end of it, the um he's gotten used to Macaulay Culkin being there. Mm. Um uh, and so Macaulay Culkin says, Well, I guess I'm gonna have to go out and put myself in danger. So he, he goes to a war zone <laughs> and Kate takes a camera with him and live streams himself in a war zone um yeah. like uh to the book so that the he keep book has to keep saving McCully Culkin
0: Yeah, it's it's like a weird baby's day out scenario. Yeah, he's where doing he's I'm, just I'm, constantly in danger.
1: Yeah, and he's like he's like going to uh, I don't know places where climate change is making um, is is making the, uh, impossible to live. Yeah, so he goes into a a, a drought stricken community
0: and he's like. I'm not going to get any water. Yeah. So, oh, oh, God, no. no. <laughs> if, if only a magic book was here to help me build a well. Build a happier day. Yeah. <laughs> he gets, he gets um, what's his name, the font, uh
1: Henry Winkler. Yes, he gets Henry Winkler out with him. And he's like, if only there was someone who can help me and Henry Winkler have a happier day <laughs> by providing us with water for this impoverished community. <laughs>
0: and it starts raining and and i also like you know how the iron giant ends with the iron giant going superman yeah yeah Yeah, well this is a world in which man of steel exists right and you know how man of steel ends (laughs) yeah with a city being leveled for some reason yeah so yeah he just explodes a city because he's had enough superman <laughs> yeah <laughs> superman <laughs> happy days yes
1: because cities are the things like causing a load of global warming yeah. so he's like he's like he crates New York yep there we go and
0: goes superman yep <laughs> and that's the end of the movie there we go <laughs> he just, he's grown arms and legs yeah. now superman <laughs> are you happy now Macaulay <laughs> and they're like I guess so those are all like honourable mentions thank you to everyone who's given us those real book titles to pitch <laughs> films on I'm sure we've got most of them right oh yeah pretty close yeah Um I'm pretty certain we've. to a
1: sort of I would say probably about an 85% level of accuracy
0: yeah I- I'm sure no one who's read the books will be disappointed no, so far not at all um, So, we'll move on to our final major pitch, which is, from all the webs of stage, Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye. Okay. Well, this is clearly a sports movie. Of course. Of course. There is Is also... Angels in the Outfield.
1: Catcher in the Rye.
0: (laughs) Field of Dreams. Yeah. There is also a uh, a weird conspiracy theory surrounding Catcher in the Rye now. I've not read it. Mm
1: -hmm. However...
0: I will have a look at this up, because it, it it probably can sort of point us in the right direction. Is it the, the Lee Harvey Oswald stuff? I think so, yes. Because I think we've already done a movie about that. <laughs> okay, so the novel by J.D. Salinger mm-hmm. um, is linked to Mark David Chapman. Uh, who's that? Uh, the guy who killed John Lennon. Okay. Um, John Hinckley Jr., Ronald Reagan's failed assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Robert John Bardo a man who murdered Rebecca Schaefer and stalked Madonna uh, John F. Kennedy's killer Martin Luther King's killer Charles Manson the Boston Strangler the Zodiac Killer the Washington Sniper and Ted Bundy who were all said to have copies of Catcher in the Rye with them or in their apartments hmm so I mean I mean, it's, it's a popular novel <laughs> However, like it is weird that they had them with them in some cases. Um, and sure. uh, there's a conspiracy theory that the CIA used it for mind control during Project MK Ultra. It's
1: it is, however, a very popular book. Yeah. That would explain yeah, yeah. much of that.
0: Exactly. It's like it's like all these killers had a copy of the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Um I I don't think we need to involve that too much. No, no. Also, Uh, Although... Little fact, little film fact here. Uh, J.D. Salinger um, was the dad of the guy who once played Captain America in the Captain America film. There you go. In the 90s. Hmm. I think it's the one where he wears a helmet. Yes. Instead of a cap. With the wings and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, so... uh, Listen, we don't need to involve the conspiracy stuff too much. No. But we, it's just worth knowing that this story is so strange and eldritch of this, of this book mm. that it's caused people to kill, maybe. Yeah. So so let's work that into our sports movie. <laughs> let's try and get the same sort of tone. Yeah. <laughs> Right, the so, kind of sports movie you think just while we're doing this, while we're br- like blue sky thinking it, Tom. Yeah, yeah. While we're thinking of this sort stuff, just spitballing back and forth, just trying kind of come up with the energy of a sports movie that w- that might drive people to kill.
0: <laughs> I'm sure we've done that many times. Sure, yeah, yeah probably. Um, so catcher in the rye. Right. Catcher is catcher someone right. who it's catches baseballs, right? Baseball. Baseball,
1: right? baseball, right? The catcher. You know, just freaking. you know, you anyone in the field. Just yeah. anyone in the field could be a catcher. Anyone in the field could be a catcher. So it could be the fact that the ba- that baseball's gotten so, someone's so good at baseball, yeah. they're knocking it out of the park so consistently that someone has to stand, stand in, in, the in the field rye. of rye <laughs> all the way out there.
0: Yeah, exactly. So as we all know, baseball stadiums are built Next to, Next a to field of right yeah, yeah,
1: well, this is. Hey, Tom, don't worry about stadiums. <laughs> this is about America's pastime. Yeah, right. This is. This is fine. This is two towns hmm. who are against each other in the early days of baseball. Okay. Right. They are. They are just starting to come up with the, the rules. Are out there. It's fine. They've established the sport, but it's just you know, spring, think Springfield, Shelbyville.
0: Yes, right? yeah, so yeah. Like, sort of all-American, sort of middle-American towns yeah, um, next to each other. Got a little sort of weird, friendly, but not too friendly rivalry going. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's
1: kind of bitter.
0: Yeah, so we've got Splitsville. Splitsville, okay. Splitsville and... uh, d'oeuvre. <laughs> yeah. Splitsville and hors yeah, yeah, the town... Right. And uh, I'm thinking we follow the the kids of Splitsville as they as they start their um children's baseball tournament. Sure. Well, <clears throat> here's the thing, right? If we have it like
1: teens and that sort of thing, hmm. right? We can get away with violence, brill. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball bats, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Also, we can have it be like the whole town is involved in this this sort of
0: Thing, this whole this, this uh, everyone, everyone's putting all the pressure on, yeah, on these kids, okay, these teens, even as they're uh, as they're playing baseball for sure. the town and stuff. So, so every baseball practice, not only do the parents turn up, but everyone <clears throat> in town turns up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I think you know, it gets to the point where they start to realize that there's no rule that says that it has to be the children. So dad's coming on and going like, "I'll yeah. be, I'll be, I'll catch." Yeah. yeah. Uh, and if it's if if one of your town catches the ball, the kids are the only are only allowed on the are the only ones allowed on the actual diamond. Mm. But if you're if you catch the ball outside of it, the rule still is that you you're out if you get caught. Yeah,
0: yeah. Of so, course, of course.
1: So now you have people standing out out of bounds. Yeah. Waiting for the ball, and a whole crowd of people go Hah! and try and grab it, right?
0: So we focus in on one catcher.
1: Well, yeah, like it, it the the thing is, right? One guy stands outside cuz he knows that, he knows that this one kid. Yeah. He's like, "Okay, it's uh it's uh what what's the guy who plays um all all the thin weird guys? Doug Jones."
0: Doug Jones. Right. Doug okay. Jones is he's
1: not going to be in a costume. No. Um he, but he will be in a costume in, in a in a dream sequence later on. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he's 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 a dad. Yeah. And he's like, "That kid. That kid. He's got such an arm on him.
0: I'm going to he can he can hit he can hit a precise target from 300 yards away. There's going to be... Like that hors d'oeuvre kid, he's going to be a
1: problem for us. Yeah. I'm going to stand out in the right field. I'm pretty sure he keeps hitting that point. He's, he's, he owns the field. Mm. And he keeps noticing that the ball is always hitting this one rock. Yeah, and the rock split as the so many baseballs whack into it. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, That's gonna be a problem. I'm gonna stand here and I'm gonna catch it. He's um, a crack shot with that uh, with that baseball. Bat. Yeah. So he he stands in it. And he's ca- he catch it, and everyone's like home run again. And
0: yeah. then he's like, nope. <laughs> he, he emerges from the ride. <laughs> yeah. I caught it. I I caught it. I'm Doug Jones,
1: <laughs> the dad. So then the next day. The next game, Mm. same thing happens, except just before the ball is struck, you hit right. Someone's put a bear trap in the right. (laughs) This Doug Jones has (laughs) lost his leg. Yeah, and then but it's like home run, yeah. Like everyone's like, oh my god, what was that scream? Wait, did he just hit a home run? He did hit a
0: home run. We win. Oh, Derv wins. Oh, Derv wins. Oh, (laughs) bloody hell! Says Splitsville. Like, the coach has got all these kids, these kids, and then some, some adults, yeah. some parents are also you, sat in the changing room. You don't room.
1: have to be on the team to catch the ball. <laughs>
0: no, no, you don't. You don't. I, I, yeah, we don't know the rules of baseball, but we, we know that one. These are early v- rules of baseball.
1: You know, like, do you remember, like, I don't know if you ever heard of the, the origins of football, like the soccer? Hmm. Where it was like anyone was playing at any given time. Yeah. You just had to... One set of people had to run the ball from one side of the uh, of the town to the other.
0: That's that's the truth.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the actual origin of, 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 of football.
0: Yeah. Um, so, like, this is the case with baseball, right? It's just this anything goes yeah. sort of nonsense yeah and this and this coach is pacing up and down the changing rooms after that game just like I told you to go out there and kill go out there and murder go out there go out there and shoot those bastards down <laughs> and, and it's JK Simmons yep. the the baseball coach <laughs> do you want to cry Lemon and uh, listen listen after the game, you're either Russian or
1: you're dragon. You're either Russian to to head the police off, or you're dragging a corpse.
0: <laughs> you're Russian. You're Russian. Oh God, <laughs> It's is heavily, heavily coded in this
1: game. <laughs> you're Russian, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're either Russian or you're dragon. A corpse away. Yeah. So, Doug Jones is not the main character, is he? No, no, no. Doug jo- is this he's, fucking—he's he's a catalyst that sparks off the uh, the violence and stuff. Right. So, one of the kids is like looking at this this other kid, and mm-hmm. like, I think I think it should sort of be the the baseball team that we focus on. Yeah. Um, so we've got Finn Wolfhard. Sure.
1: This is another reason I was like, oh, kids again. I yeah. don't know any to, to cast. We've yeah,
0: got Finn Wolfhard, Daphne Keane yeah. now. Uh, Winter McGrath. I know that one. Yeah, okay. From Raised by Wolves. There's a child in it mm-hmm. and I know their name. Yep.
1: Yeah, fair um,
0: enough. Karen Shipka. The girl who played Sabrina.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else is
0: famous that's, like, young? <laughs> and Melissa Joan Hart. Uh, she also and, played Sabrina and at B- one point. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's a youngster. What year are they all in? No one knows. It's just a town. Yeah. It's just a town. It's just an old American <laughs> They're town. The only kids in this school. Yeah. <laughs> they've only got. They've only got enough for a baseball team. There's one team. school
1: between the two towns.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> They're all frowning at each other across the classroom. Ooh.
0: <laughs> So yeah, one's in the the Splitsville class, the others in um, because we can't think of any more child actors. It's just it's just the cast of SNL at this yeah, point.
1: Yeah, with their uh, caps with helicopters on them and they all on the
0: Yeah, it's just the whatever whatever SNL cast there is. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll take them and put them in kids clothing. Yep. Um so so that they investigate this this rock that's been smashed in the rye fields, and also Doug Jones's leg that's still there.
1: Yeah, yeah, still, still standing
0: up. <laughs> yeah, in the bear trap. <laughs> he that they've off. they've taken him to hospital, and it's still there. This leg. And uh, what would you think? What what do you think is is this point of rye in the rye field that is that is pulling the ball towards it? Oh,
1: so we so he thought it was that that kid's got too good an arm. Yeah. But actually there's something that's dragging the ball towards it. Yeah. I see. So do you think they dig? Yeah. They dig underneath that point And at some point at the climax of this movie, they start, they're in the rain at night. Yeah. And they're digging in this rye field. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's, they start coming across like, they realise that they're digging up loads of, like, mushrooms and stuff. Yeah. Like, loads of little, sort of, like, horrible... And they're starting to see, like, weird, like, tropical plants as well, mm. like, in the, in the area among the rye field. And they start, like, uh, d- digging it up, and slowly they uncover these, like, long, viney tendrils that are sort of, like, coming up the side. And, it is, and it's like a proper feed me see more moment. Oh, where, like, yeah. There's a big fly catcher like thing dug oh my God. buried under there
0: <laughs> so they they're all just stuck yeah in this, in this
1: plant yeah because it's raining and they've been they've dug their own hole yeah and they're sliding down the sides of this mudslide yeah as basically like what is a salak from star wars yeah, exactly. it's sort of like
0: these teeth are up the sides of it and then they're just caught they're caught by the catcher <laughs> yeah in this sort of Acidic stomach. Yes, in which they start tripping balls. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. it's like it, it's the the chemical that's in this catcher, yeah. as we're going to call it, the catcher. Yeah. is LSD. Yes, is the same sort of chemical that's in LSD. So that they're just being slowly being dissolved in this <laughs> in this acid in inverted commas.
1: <clears throat> While Doug Jones is hopping towards the camera with with. Uh, like a face that's drawn wide to the side. (laughs) In the rain. Like like a, like a, like a, um, like, well, they're imagining him like hopping and like, he's got a face like a, um, uh, like a pitcher's mitt. Oh, yes. Right. And his his face is at the back of it. And then it comes out and shadows over his face. So you can just see his eyes that are kind of like slightly lit up.
0: And his body is just his leg.
1: Yeah. Um, And, and also like his face isn't a pitcher's mitt. Yeah. Right. It is, um, a human face drawn into the shape of a isn't it? you know like um the lady in um in uh you may not have seen it but a razor head there's a lady with like these big kind of mumps style lumps okay, for cheeks. Yeah, yeah, um, It's like that. So just pulled out into the face. Mm. Uh, and yeah, and, he's, he's. And
0: the sort of leather is made from human flesh. Yes, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. And his body of is, course. yeah, just
1: his leg. Yeah. Uh, which he's, and, and behind him, trailing on a chain, is a, is a, is a bear trap.
0: <laughs> is a bear trap that can speak and goes,
1: yay! Because <laughs> he hasn't got a mouth, it's no. all sewn up.
0: Yeah, oh, it's yeah. A, because it's the stitching of the uh, the mitt. It's the bear trap that speaks
1: for him. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and um, uh, Billy Eilish is like, Dad, Dad, what 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 happened to you? And he's like, Ah, shut up, <laughs> shut up, Billy Eilish, shut up, Billy Eilish. I got better things to do. I gotta catch that ball. <laughs> and then, then he hops on like yeah. <laughs> into the distance. he <laughs> don't know where the ball's gone. Yeah. No. Um, and then and then sort of like she's she goes through a lot of stuff Billie Eilish I don't know or maybe Phil what are these people One of them Um, and uh, eventually like they they do they wake up and they see because the rain's dripping on their face Mm. they see the ball the pile of balls that is just over there and just gets their arm and like she, uh, uh, she says to the one of the Splitsville kids, mm. right? So the her, her enemy, as it were, right? Yeah. She I says, don't know, to,
0: it's, "It's the other one. It's uh, Oderiv." yeah. <laughs>
1: um, uh, she says to one of the Oderiv kids, so Phil Wolfhard. She says, "Pass me the ball." He's like, "I will never. You'll score a point, right? Because that's how that's how big this oh, rivalry is." Yeah, got, yeah. Right? Every
0: time a point scored, the plant gets bigger. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's that rivalry that's driving this. Yeah, thing. Yeah. Is, is it, We well listen film students will argue about that for years to come
0: yeah yeah and
1: that's you know literature students did in the original category in the right of course but um well like... I mean
0: we can we do have full autonomy of this movie because we're adapting it from the novel the yeah. novel is very sort of loose yeah yeah uh, as to the I interpretation just... what we can do is we can walk Make in it explicit we can pause the film yeah. walk in and go the plan is <laughs> the representation driven. of the toxic rivalry these two towns have that is what that's it the means here, yeah. all your all your film studies teachers they're wrong if they say that any different
1: Yeah. and then you that we we turn to the camera and say we will never die we are the author uh, and, then, um, and then
0: and then and then look just just sort of off to the bottom left yeah where a teacher would be
1: <laughs> yeah I mean, yes. e- give evils to wherever the teacher would be sat next
0: to the TV it's different it's it's different on every
1: on yeah. every reel <laughs> but yeah so. Um, uh, Basically, Finn Wolfhard eventually passes Billie Eilish the 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 baseball, yeah. and she throws it so hard it smashes into the the stamen of the oh, uh, yeah. of this flower, and it shrivels up. And oh and, no! And, uh, then and they, and they all just, get out. Yeah. Like
0: whoa, that was a real trip. Yep. Um, don't want to do that again. Yep. And, let's uh, let's. Put this back in the field of rhyme. <laughs>
1: yeah, let's do that. Let's dig it. Cover Pull it all over. Him, cover it all over and again. Then, uh, and then, uh, and then you just hear, like, they, just as they finish padding it all over, you just hear <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's just Billy Eilish's dad who's actually got a face of a pitcher's mitt, oh God. and he's just his leg, and he's dragging along. A, it's it's really.
0: Um, Doug Jones. That's oh, Doug Jones' real form now. Jesus.
1: And that's where the film ends.
0: Yeah, no that that is that is how the book ends as well. Um, are you sure this was? No, it, def, it definitely says J.D. Salinger. Yeah. I was thinking like Stephen King. Yeah,
1: yeah, it does sound <laughs> a lot like Stephen King. And 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 I think the um, and again we'll 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 say this to the teachers as well. Uh, but I think Doug Jones being in it again in that form is like you know you. The youth can let go of your rivalries, mm. but your parents can't. Yeah. He will always be that that he has been made, but you can change, Billy Eilish, you can change. Mm. Your generation is better than your parents. And that's really
0: what we're trying to say. Just imagine there's no religion. Yeah. Yeah. Easy if you try. Yeah. Imagine there's no John Lennon. Imagine a
1: world without John Lennon. Yeah. Easy if you try.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Try. <laughs> just. Try. Just. Just leave it on that very line. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, that was Catcher in the Rye. There we go. <laughs> thank you to all the webs of stage for that suggestion um, everyone got in touch with us today on our social media so those are at life's a pitch show on twitter and www.facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast headed to per, <laughs> colon
1: forward slash forward
0: slash it's like I'm on CBBC back in the 90s oh yeah where they read out the entire website you need to go to your
1: browser aol the aol <laughs> keyword is digimon yes um <laughs> so yeah thank you for listening everyone we hope you enjoyed it and uh, if you did and you weren't too scared uh, then uh, or even if you were which meant meant we had an effect mm. uh, then uh, we'll be happy but we'd be even happier if you tell your friends about it and say these people can write Basically, the concepts that Stephen King's been doing for a while. Yeah, we, they they could if 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 Stephen King were to, to retire they 'd manage it yeah <laughs> they'd, they'd be able to um, and and that would be a, a good a good thing to say to your friends you could say anything about the podcast just make sure they know it exists mm. we really appreciate those of you who've already done that um, and of course we also appreciate those of you who've gone to patreon.com forward slash lifes of each podcast and um, given us a little bit of money to keep the podcast going each month. Uh, and of course getting all that uh, cool cool bonus content and uh, the ability to vote on the genre poll they decided that we were going to be doing books that we haven't read uh, and uh, you could help decide next week's if you go to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast of course uh, so I'm about to read out all the names of our patrons of course but uh, stick, around, uh, stick around for the Yes, Very Clever Award, which uh, is at the end of the show. Um, but um, all these people are to be thanked for their wonderful support. That is Brandon Spanky Mills. According to our tests at Ross Originals Cereal Labs, those aren't bisques all over Wales. According to our tests at Ross Originals Cereal Labs, those aren't bisques all over Wales. They're dragon eggs. Mr. Beakfust, we've been successful. Yesterday's Glemule is gone and today's Glemule is tomorrow. Jeremy Elkayem, Stephen D. Thomas, fingers to hand. The Timulator just pooped a little message out. Beware 400, call the Time Primister. James Delaney, Brondra, he's gone. You have to move on. What do you fancy for dinner? Paulven, gather gather the children and head south. The busk weep horn has risen. Brent Black, we have to flee to Paulvonia. All the conventional cities are weeping. The last meal approacheth. The council is ready. Praise four hundred, your mysterious benefactor, mighty primis primsident. We're detecting record levels of glemule in every time stream. We have to call the petvis. That isn't the real glemule. He's a fraud. Stop him, Jimmy. You have to help me stop your son. I'm sorry I didn't go back far enough, but we have to take his company, him and his company, down. Welcome to the bisk vengers. Alex NSFW, Carl, the tests are conclusive, you seem to be immune to jumbling, we could use this. Nikki Hindmarch, Operator, get me an address for Davy Benzo Felix, we need a hacker. Matt, I don't know what a podcast is, but I think we should make one. Eden MW, and Tom, let's make it movie related, whatever it is. That's a lot of patrons. That's a lot of patrons, and uh, that is a, a bunch of people who will keep just... Changing and, 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 and progressing, no matter how how how, how long we go.
0: <laughs> there we go. If you want to get in on the action, go to patreon.com forward slash lives a bitch podcast. And we end the show as we always do with the Yes for a Clever Award. Uh, the award we give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title and just had a bit of fun with it. However, with that, doesn't really doesn't really apply to this one. However, Connor with an O oh, yeah, managed to do it. Oh. They managed to to break the we rules. Don't know. And you'll you'll see why. <laughs> um because ooh, this could have sneaked past me this if mm. I wasn't if I didn't if I hadn't read this book <laughs> uh, and didn't know what it was about. Um but thank you, Connor. Uh Connor with an O on Twitter has given us do androids dream of electric sheep <laughs> uh, it is very clever isn't it it is very clever that book because it's fucking Blade Runner isn't it, it is Connor you, ba- ba- you Blade clever Blade you clever clever person <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Bay Blade Runner isn't it it's Blade Runner. Yeah. Um so with that
0: I've been Matt Sina. I've been Tom McGrath remember who pitched it